And I am super excited for today's episode of Cheese Steaks With because I have the one, the only, very old Mexican. <laughs> very old new Mexican. Back new by old. popular request, <laughs> the Water Ice Girl, a.k.a. New Mexican, as in brand new Mexican. People know you from my channel yeah. as the Water Ice Girl. I get comments the all one. the time about having you back on. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you on for the first season of my podcast. And there's a lot of things I want to talk about. But the first thing I need to address, being that this podcast is Cheese Steaks With, is one of my favorite moments of all time in the uh, Uber was, uh, I don't know if you know this about me. Most people don't know this about me. I am the fifth grade word master champion of ETR Middle School. Now, do you know what word master is? I don't know. So word, word master is. was that thing, and I think that's what you call it. I still have the medal. Where you like, you know, an analogy like uh, uh, up is to down is left is to yeah. right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I did really well with them. So I, I, the point is, I love analogies. I've always loved analogies. <laughs> They're great. And when you started talking about having a cheesesteak and being a certain type of cheesesteak girl, that was like, <laughs> that is like one of my favorite kinds of humor. I think that was just absolutely hilarious. I have to know. Uh, you know, I, I don't even know how long ago that was, two or three years ago? Something like oh, that. like five? No. Stop it. There's no way. Holy smokes. Four? Well, four and a half? Yeah. 2018. Holy, oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Well, mm. in that time, you were a new Mexican that was new to Philadelphia. Yeah. And I don't even know if you were permanently in Philadelphia. Half the time. Okay, yeah. yeah. You were traveling with work. Um, but since you have moved to Philadelphia permanently, correct? Mm -hmm. So in that time, mm -hmm. I assume you had to have had a cheesesteak. Stop it. You're kidding. You don't have to. No, people are going to think this is like for YouTube. Like, no, you. I don't know how you would fact check me, but I have not ever. How does that happen? Oh, well, I'm not a, like a meat enthusiast. And so if I go to a restaurant, I don't usually choose the cheesesteak. But I would eat a cheesesteak if we'd like gone to a place to eat cheesesteak. I just don't, I, I just wouldn't order it. Who have you been, restaurant. who have you been around? You're being serious right Yeah, now. I'm being serious. Who have you been around for the past four and a half years? <laughs> have you been by yourself? Like, just alone in my closet, yeah, just like, like only ordering sushi. Who let you live in Philadelphia <laughs> for four and a half years what? and not have a cheesesteak? Well, okay, so the hype is that you have to go to this place. You have to go to this place. Go to D'Alessandro's. Don't go to Jim's. Don't go to Matt's or whatever the names are. Right. And so there's this kind of like heightened level of expectation I have. And I, every time, have an opportunity to eat a cheesesteak. I'm thinking this isn't one of those restaurants. I don't want to ruin my first experience here. Oh, you don't want to go to a cheap cheesesteak. Yeah. So it, it's just like you talked about. You don't <laughs> I'm still that you, girl. You want to make your first <laughs> cheesesteak special. I'm still that girl. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had my cheesesteak wow. popped yet. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you really, wow. See, I was like, man, this kind of sucks. She's going to have had a cheesesteak before, but I'm sure we can like kind of joke about it a little bit, but you will actually have your first cheesesteak yeah, today. I now I have, I feel like I have the pressure on me because I was just originally going to go to, uh, you a know, cheap not a cheap one, but like kind of, <laughs> I was going to either do, I was going to ask you where you've gone and do one of the big ones that are like either Pat's. Gino's, Tony Luke's, um, or uh, Jim's, just because, you know, we're kind of around that part of the city. Yeah. And of those four, you know, I don't want to, 
oh man, I don't want to like pick the wrong one because a lot of people say like they're all touristy and of all of them, like I want to give you the least touristy but also best and I'll probably go with Tony Luke's. Or you know what? I've never heard of that one before. Oregon Steaks. Oregon Steaks is pretty good. Or, oh, I know where we can go. Okay, wait, I have one request. Can we go get a cheesesteak that does not use canned spray cheese? Do I'm having like a weird deja vu. Did we... Did you say all this? I feel like we had this whole conversation before. Um, yeah, I feel like you said that. Yeah, and I was like, that's the, that's the weirdest, like, cheese whiz? Yeah. I mean, I cheese guess you whiz. could order it with American cheese. Um, but, like, cheese whiz is pretty standard. I know. I just... I feel whiz. like you said this last time, and my, <laughs> the, my thought in my head was Ishka Bibbles, and I feel like that's what I told you last time. That's the name <laughs> that of the place. Actually, yeah. yeah. Um, it's actually, um, yeah, it's right near, um, the shooting on South street. It's like oh. right near there. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's, <laughs> rele- know it's relevant to, you know, current events. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh man. Okay. Wow. So maybe we'll switch it out and we'll do Iskabibbles. I was kind of saving Iskabibbles cause in my, you know, vast cheese day eating experience, that's probably a personal favorite because there is like a connection there. A friend of mine from Boston recommended it. Mm. Um, so, you know, so there's a little bit of sentimental value there, but yeah. um, so I don't know if it is the best, but, you know, <laughs> I personally, I think it's very good. So maybe we'll do that. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll okay. see. We'll see how the time goes. Okay. But man, wow. I know. Man, the pressure I feel on me right yeah. now. Yeah, it should be enormous. How do you not have like, Somebody like, hey, let's go get a cheesesteak. Man. I don't know. I just I'm I'm just sho- I'm like I'm I'm shocked now. Um You know, despite what you believe, people of Philly don't go, hey, cheesesteak sound good? <laughs> hey, cheesesteak? Hey, cheesesteak? Like that's not <laughs> I know. people in I Philly just, go ask. I understand dinner. that, but it's just kinda like at some point <laughs> over four and a half years when you're living in like <laughs> The che- you know, yeah. if I lived in New York for four years, eventually I'd be like, hey, let me see what this New York pizza's all about, <laughs> you know? Like, if I was in Italy, I'd be like, maybe I should try this spaghetti thing, this, you know? I wonder what pasta <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah, just, I should. I would probably would have never had water ice if we had not gone. Have you had water ice since? Once. Oh, wow. But you went in there knowing that it was God's gift to earth. Yeah. So it was kind of like... Yeah. So now we got the cheesesteak thing out of the way. There is a lot of things I want to talk yeah. to you about. And what I'm really excited to share with my audience that I'm sure a lot of people, I think more than you think, because you had mentioned like there's a small audience for that. And I think you're you're underselling <laughs> how many people are involved in video games. Um, so <laughs> I'm happy to have you on here because it's my understanding that you're starting a uh, Twitch channel or I, yeah. I don't know too much about twitch to be honest but really want to talk to you about that but before that yeah. um i want to catch up with what you've been doing mainly because i know you used to work for an airline mm-hmm. but you don't anymore and i, I kind of just want to hear what happened with you over covid mm. and mainly my first question well two questions one with a follow-up did you did you have to work during covid like yes. with, okay so yeah. my first question <laughs> What were the ramifications? What were what were the consequences for the airline attendants if they just looked the other way when the mask was under the nose? Because you don't know how many times where I was like, okay, not that many times. I I flew twice over COVID. Yeah. Uh, but like I'm sleeping and the mask yeah. there, and I'm woken up and I want to be like, lady, can't you just? 
ignore it? Like, what are you yeah. going to get fired if you like, who's watching? Is there, so you got to tell me. None. I know None. it. It was all about power, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. It was just like, and I get it as an Uber driver absolutely. in my head. I'm like, all right, this is, they probably had so many disrespectful and like, you know, just rude customers in the past. And this is their chance to take it out. And I get that. But man, I'm like, <laughs> why can you just not, yeah. why'd you have to wake me up? I was nice to you. <laughs> I was nice to you. Yeah, no, there's you. So if you're ever on a flight and a flight ascends being a little extra pushy, you just tell them, are you an informer or an enforcer? Oh, wow. that is our title. We're informers. Not oh, enforcers. wow. We don't get involved. We don't get our hands dirty. We don't, it's not my problem. We got people to call. Oh, but wow. But flight attendants like getting involved because, you know. And I feel like, I mean, that was probably a nice little way to, like, you know, have a little control in a situation <laughs> where typically, I know, I've seen videos, you know, and I know in the Uber, it's the same kind of deal. Like, people just treat, you know, a certain type of worker with, like, I mean, I, I guess yeah. a flight attendant would be considered a service worker, right? It's like yeah. a special kind of service worker. But, um, like, people mm -hmm. just treat people in the service industry like, you know, they're entitled to you know, everything. And so I can understand the pushback, but man, I was like, I, I thought about this, like, what, why can't you just ignore it? Like who? Yeah. I don't know. I think there was, it's half of, you don't know who else is on the plane with you and you might not be following the rules, but that might not stop the person behind you from having a full blown breakdown over you not following the rules. Right, right, right. So there's like, I think about half of that where it's, it might not necessarily be you in the rule as much as it is the comfort of everyone else around you. Right. That's some fear. It might be that, you know, informer, not enforcer, but yeah. kind of like the... That's a solid line. That's, mm -hmm. I don't know. See, and again, as someone in the service industry, I try to do my best to just go along with the flow. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if my button is ever really really pushed i'm gonna use that because that's a best, that's a badass line are you an informer or an enforcer? an enforcer but i mean you say that like that's a nice way of saying like <laughs> f off you know what i mean like <laughs> so that's probably yeah. why i wouldn't say that but it's nice to have in the pocket just in case yeah 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 no i did you run into a lot of trouble surprisingly no really mm -mm. oh wow. i was the one that looked the other way though okay i mean unless it was blatant and kind of disrespectful you'd have people who were disrespectfully not wearing their mask very obviously trying to make a statement and it's like listen you're here i'm here let's just both leave the plane happy and quiet at our destination we want to get to right and then i would say something but if it was you know sleeping and it slipped down yeah all of the flight attendants are probably with their mask half on half off in the back of the airplane right the pilots right. are probably flying without any mask at all like right. there were some times where you just used your better judgment and it's just didn't want to pick a fight yeah. so i didn't have that many problems oh not wow. at all that's interesting i just don't like picking fights with people yeah and it works yeah were, and then you know if i was nice about it and i didn't jam it down someone's throat they were pretty like okay yeah i'll put it on like yeah. i understand i mean a lot of people too they signed up for it when they bought their tickets they knew right 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 you just see videos of flight attendants having these massive blow-ups online there were one in you know a million flights so yeah, that bad, that's interesting. And I always say that with uh, my Uber videos where it's like, you know, you didn't look for a problem. So you didn't run into a problem kind of deal and you didn't yeah. create a problem. So you didn't have a problem. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people on my videos that'll say like, you know, this guy's always looking for problems or he starts fights just to get views or whatever. And I'm like, you know, you're saying that because you're seeing 
the five videos where there was a problem. Yeah. And it's like, you don't know how many times I've been disrespected and I just <laughs> let it go. Like I literally yeah. had 5,000 rides <laughs> yeah. of, of Uber, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you're, you're judging me from five videos. Like, like most of the time I do do a good job of brushing off. Cause I think, you know, you make a great point where it's like, is if you look for a problem, that's what you get, you know? And if you look the other way, that's mm-hmm. yeah, you know, so that, that's pretty yeah. interesting. Did the, what was like, I just like, I just kind of want to know what it was like, like, you know, working for an airline when all that was happening. Cause that was yeah. like a very big issue, you know, not to say mm-hmm. that you were on the front lines, but like, that was like yeah. a very sensitive, uh, industry mm-hmm. with that well, whole thing. That's the thing is like, I have to address one thing that kind of bothered me about COVID was airline crew was never considered, was never considered, considered like first line, first responder, frontline, essential employees. Like we were never talked about like that, but never had time off. We were working the same schedule flights from the time COVID happened to now. I mean, even though some of them got delayed, some of them got canceled, they had to like cut back because people weren't flying. Like we were still flying. We still had to get people home from overseas back to America. We still had to get people from America back home overseas. We had to get them to, you know, so-and-so's funeral and -and so-and-so's wedding and their, you know, birth of their grandkids. People still wanted to travel. And so we were, I remember the the first time I realized like COVID was going to be a thing. We were in, um, Miami airport we flew two people on the plane two passengers I was at down to Miami the whole plane mm-hmm. like a normal size plane mm-hmm. Holy only smokes. two people flew down to Miami got out of the airplane and uh, they were like well we're not boarding we have one person flying back with you so take your time it usually takes about 50 minutes give or take to board a plane um, so they let us off we could go get food nothing in the airport was open standing in this just it's dead there's not any employees there's no passengers it's i've never seen an airport look like this that's usually bustling even on their dead time just dead i felt like i wasn't supposed to be there like it was closed it was the craziest feeling sounds like a zombie apocalypse that's exactly what it felt like and the tvs were going and they were you know headlining like covid in in this country and covid showing up in this country and they were showing like body bags and all of this crazy stuff and i'm standing there looking at this tv going is this our hollywood moment movie moment yeah is this what i always thought it was gonna be a zombie apocalypse it was crazy holy smokes. and then it was really nice because people weren't flying yeah we got a little bit of a break it was actually so there was literally one person on the flight black back mm-hmm. wow so we were That's still nuts. flying, obviously. We were still working. We were still trying to get people. But, you know, the, the people who were traveling for fun, they weren't flying anymore. Yeah. So yeah. it was it was a nice, it was wow. a little bit of a nice break. It wasn't super bad. Yeah. And then did you notice it pick up at all or were you not with them anymore? Um. So then they offered, like, leave because they were having to cancel, like, half of their flights. And gotcha. they weren't sure what was going on. And um, obviously most of the companies were hemorrhaging money because they have to keep i mean they're still paying on their planes they're still paying on the gates they're still paying on the gas even though they're not using them and so uh they cut about half of the flights they gave us leave if we wanted it and i took most of the leave i took the leave and then i left in october i the thing is it people kind of changed i think through covid just their expectations of things it's really weird and i don't haven't really been able to figure out why or like trace it back but people's expectations almost were heightened during COVID and after COVID. Like, 
of are you talking about like airlines and everything people's expectations were like greatly heightened i think during and after i'm not really sure why but it was like uh you know, $15 for a flight before got you from point A to point B. And now it's like point A to point B plus service, immaculate service. Yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. And I just could not, I'm not a very confrontational person. I don't like to do arguments. And it just seemed like the level of expectation now was up here for the customers. Yeah. And what we could only provide because we are ULCC was here. Even if I was service with a smile and super great. I could only provide here. And yeah. this is what people are expecting. Yeah. So do you think that like COVID was a big reason why you kind of felt like I, you lost that extroverted. Um, mm, I think it was just, I don't know, a whole mix of stuff. Yeah. I think COVID gave me the opportunity to stay home and kind of explore what I wanted to do next. Um, my plan was to only do it for like six months, the COVID leave from work. And then uh, month one in, I'm like, this is great. Yeah, yeah. This is fantastic. I don't have to say hi to anybody. I don't have to smile to anybody. Like, I mean, I like smiling, but yeah. I could just wake up and not. Just not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just do whatever I wanted. And I did that for about a month. And then I kept bidding for the leave every day. I'm like, oh, I'm not going back this month. I'm not going back this month. And then slowly after six months, I'm like in my little cave, like, oh, sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just downhill from there. But I know that at least part of what's next is you're starting a Twitch channel or you start a Twitch channel. Yeah, I already started. So you got to tell me like. Yeah, I have 14 followers. There you go. First of all, break down Twitch to me and what you hope to do with Twitch. That's, yeah. that's what I'm curious about. Oh, you know, I started Actually, give this me without... Actually, give me your gaming history. Sorry to interrupt. Like, cause <laughs> gaming history. That, that's something wow. that, like, I think is really... Yeah, well, that's something I think is really interesting and why, like, it, it's funny to hear, like, uh, you're, like, unsure about gaming because I just feel like what works in gaming, like, you check all the boxes. It's like... So it's just, like, I just want to know, like, what got you... This is anime. I don't... Yeah. Zombie Makeout Club. It's actually a fantastic book. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll take your wait, word wait, wait. for it. This is my God of War axe. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> so, but, so like, what I'm getting at, like, if people were to see this and they're like, yeah. man, there's a good-looking girl that likes this stuff, like, that's what, because most gamers are guys, yeah. and, like, and I know you say you're introverted, but you have, I mean, you worked as an airline attendant. Like you can, yeah. you're good with people and like, if, it, if, yeah, it. well, but like, if you have those qualities as a gamer, I just feel like that's like instantly, like I'm not a gamer, yeah. but I see other people like that do that. And they have these followers because it's like, it, you know, and it's not just like, I don't know what they call it. Like guys like being thirsty or whatever, but it's like, it's just <laughs> yeah. like, a, it's like a different thing. Like men like being around women, like, like being around men. And when you're in a space where, you know, there's not a lot of women when you have not. A, yeah. That's what, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Um, when you have a woman who's like friendly <laughs> and personable and, you know, mm. being extroverted, even though you might not feel like it, like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's what it'll draw people to be like, Oh wow, this, this girl likes the same thing I like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like I, a really good friend of mine's in the gaming and he's like, when he found out that there were girls in the gaming, he was like, Oh my God, like I could date somebody that like 
would play a game with me? You know what yeah. I mean? I'm like, yeah, dude, like, it's a big world. Like, yeah. there's, there's people out there like that, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, what's your history of gaming? Sorry, that was my little rant on why I'm interested, because I am not a gamer. Like, <laughs> uh, I, I played, I love Mario Kart, and uh, my parents went away when Mario I was like, Kart. Mario Kart. We're in <laughs> My parents went away nice. when I was in like fifth grade, and I played Madden for like two weeks straight, like, literally. <laughs> Literally. That's how it begins, right there. Literally sun up, sun down. But it it was to the point where I like I like was done. Like I didn't like video games that much anymore. And like I still played. Um but usually no, but like usually I would only play with people and like the yeah. competition. But like just playing by myself, like I just feel like kinda like the content thing. Like I just killed that child in me because I did it too much. Like I just did it too much. I'm telling you, it was it was sun up to sundown. I don't know That's how. Me every day. So like, how'd you Literally. get started? How'd you get started? Oh my god, how detailed do you want? Like, my first gaming console was a Nintendo when I was like six or seven. Okay. And my dad brought it home from like a yard sale, and we had. I don't know. I'm gonna ask you if you know these, and I'm gonna guarantee you don't know these. But there were like this. What was a video game? It was like um, Donkey Kong. Oh yeah. And. What is that Godzilla. like not common now? Of well, the course. game, it was like Donkey Kong and Godzilla, and the screen like panned across, and you just had to smash buildings and eat people. Yeah. That was my first video game. Just smash buildings and eight people, and I was hooked. And then that one broke, that uh, Nintendo. My dad went and got like three or four more from a bunch of different um, yard sales because that was his thing every yeah, Saturday. Yard sales, like. Yard sales. I think he found one that worked played that for a while um but shoot i i've always had video games always i played um guild wars it was like world of oh, warcraft yeah. okay do you know what world of warcraft is? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so it's like the um, dollar store version and it's called guild wars that's where i had my first boyfriend i was like nine fell in love with a guy named william what's up william <laughs> we're probably still dating because he just ghosted me he never yeah. broke up with oh, me. he just wow, didn't yeah. get back online one day <laughs> So we're celebrating our yeah. like 20 year anniversary. Congratulations, <laughs> William. That's amazing. Congrats. Ah, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> We've made it 21 years solid. No fights. Not a one. <laughs> Found him my first boy on uh, video games. Yeah. Now, did you know him in real life? No. Oh, never met him. Got, but you, but he asked you out, I guess. And, oh, yeah. Oh, he said he go. loved me. I oh, said wow. I loved him. We oh, would, wow. like, take our little characters off and go do things. We'd just go, like, stand there and just talk. <laughs> just talk. <laughs> yes. And you're nine years old? Yeah. Is this a PC game? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. We had just gotten internet. Just yeah. gotten internet. Wow, I and it realize... would take, like, 20 minutes to get on, because you hear that, you know, Oh, yeah. still have that singed in my brain, that sound. Uh-huh. It's interesting because, like, it makes sense now that I think about it. But, like, I didn't play those games. I, I was, like, you know, PS, PS3 through college. I never got into computer games. Yeah. Um, but it makes sense that, like, you had those, I don't know what you call them, <laughs> like, first-person games on PCs, like, back then. Yeah. Um, like, interactive, you know, with other people. But I didn't, that, that's surprising. That must have been tough, like. Because dial-up internet Online sucked. dating? It was. No, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, long distance. I only had nine years yeah. of experience on this earth. It wasn't enough to keep them around. I mean, I assume that. 
I assume that with the dial-up internet, it was like not the best quality. Oh no! Yeah. And then we lived out in the boonies in the middle of New Mexico, where I think New Mexico in general is like 20 years behind everyone else, just in everything, electronics, fashion, everything. 20 years behind, so it would take at least yeah 20 minutes, yeah. 30 minutes to turn it on. And then as soon as my mom got on the phone, because she loved being on the phone, it would just cut you right Dude, off. That's man, I'm like having flashbacks right now. Like run into crazy. the living room with her on her cord phone. Yeah. I'm like, you just get to me off. Yeah, <laughs> William's gonna dump me. <laughs> you know what? I actually believe that that was probably one of the last times I ever saw him. Was my mom got on the phone and just cut me off. Yeah. Just like, and that was the yeah. last time I ever saw him. Oh, just a black screen. You know, he's on a he's on a podcast somewhere saying. This girl I was dating, and just one day she just signed off. She never broke up with me, so I'm still, you know. We're still together. Yeah. What was the first point where you realized that, like, it was, like, something that you could do? You know, like. Oh, I still don't know if it is. No, like, no. When, when did you start realizing that, like, when, like, it, it became a thing? Like. Video games was a thing? Yeah. Like, I'm not asking this question right. Like, what I'm saying, like. At what point did you see other people playing games that were, like, doing this for a living? You know what I mean? Like, because I didn't realize I that until, like, a year or two ago. You know what I mean? Maybe, like, a couple months oh. ago. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. A couple yeah. months ago. Yeah. Actually, after, after I had already started a Twitch. I didn't oh. realize that people made money on there yeah. until after I had already started. So, we're, so a we're aging ourselves, millennials here. That's what happened really with YouTube. Like, yeah. I didn't know that, like, YouTube was, like, a thing like that. Um, you, speaking of millennials, tell me if this is true. Do you feel like there's like a three or four year age gap where it's like if you were born from like 1990 to 1993, maybe 89 to 93, you just kind of skipped everything that millennial and Gen Z is about? You're like Gen X where you're just forgotten. Yeah. You're just forgotten. Yeah. You didn't learn about electronics in school. You weren't like a big hyped on like social media. You just is this little pocket of black In between. Yeah. Where yeah. like everyone in the 80s got real into Facebook and that's uh, why it's always been like a mom thing. Like, yeah. you know, like older people and like. We had MySpace. We could code the shit out of our MySpace. It's yeah. like those little three-year yeah. period. Oh, yeah. In the loop enough to, like, start a YouTube or start a Twitch. <laughs> yeah. But I'm too out of loop to understand what it yeah. really is or, like, yeah. what it could do. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, it's very weird. And, like, um, you know, people I know, like, know what I'm doing, but they also don't understand it. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. they think I'm weird for doing it. You know what I mean? Like, it, no, I, I totally mm -hmm. understand it. And then on the flip side, it's like anyone older... It's like if you tell them you have a Twitch, they're like, oh, that's a nice little hobby. Yeah. And anyone younger, if they if you tell them you have a Twitch, you're like, oh, so you're a millionaire? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, like how many yeah. followers do you have? Yeah. I'm like 13. Yeah. Child, right, right. I have yeah. 13. <laughs> yeah. 13 people in this world of yeah. 7 billion give a shit. Yeah. Just yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> see, you're looking at it wrong. Only 13 have found you yet. That's, that's all it is. And that's, that's one of my biggest that's things. True. And that's why like, I'm like a huge believer on no matter what you do, like, you know, maybe gaming's a little different, but, like, you can see how many people play a game. But, mm -hmm. like, there are 7 billion people in the world. I guarantee you there's at least 500,000 people that think like you, yeah. act like you, like the same things. Like, there's, no matter what you do, you can find an audience for it. You know what I mean? You know, it's funny that you say that. That's why I started Twitch, was because I heard a quote from somebody who said she cut her own little corner of the internet out. And I'm like, that's fantastic. Yeah. I want to cut my own little corner. Like, I want 5,000 followers of strictly just people who think the same thing as me. Yeah. Like, that think funny, that 
think the same things I think are funny that are like, yeah, I want to hang out with her. Like, that's why I started it. I'm like, I want to hang out with these people that are like me. Yeah, I think that's great. And I think Mm -hmm. it's like very possible. And like I'm saying, like, I just feel like, I mean, you know, let's, uh, (laughs) it's like a, it's a weird thing in this world. Like, you know, being honest about things like you can get like, you're not supposed to like, you know, when you're getting all politically correct and stuff, but like, you know, let's, let's cut the crap. Like a female on social media, that's like a huge advantage for a lot of things. And, you know, and it's not just social media. I remember learning school where, um, a attractive woman on a magazine cover gets more looks or Mm -hmm. is more favorable, not just among men, but among women too. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know, men obviously like women, but like mm-hmm. women, it seems like are prone to look at other women to kind of, like, yeah. you know, you see, I've always noticed it. Like you're at a party and girls will like give other girls down. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I don't give other guys the up down. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like guys don't care if I'll give other girls an up down. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? And if, if you're a girl, you know, if you're nine years old and William just dumped you, <laughs> you know, it would be nice if you had like a fellow gamer girl that, you know, yeah. that you looked up to, that you followed. It's like, hey, yeah. you know, this this gamer got dumped when she was nine, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. By a gamer. So, like, I don't know. I just think it's like, you know, obviously it's a male-dominated demographic, but there are girls, too, that I think is just like a layup. Like, wow, she she's like me and she does this like yeah. maybe i'm not that weird you know yeah, maybe yeah. i'm not that different you know mm-hmm. what i mean so well and the thing is like not to bash anybody on twitch but there is like a there's like a group of girls that are on there and they like, actually enjoy playing video games and do it for fun as a hobby and then there's a group that do it for attention and there's a group that do it for you know clout for their other and i feel like that that group of girls that that are on there actually enjoying the game actually like they have such a hype group behind them of other girls that don't stream, but they love watching it. They love playing video games. They love that whole like lifestyle. They just they won't get in front of a camera and do it. Yeah. And it's like yeah. there's quite a, a surprising number of yeah. of girls who are like, this is awesome. That's interesting. I love it. You would think that so obviously like you look at the girls who are on there for attention. They always have some sort of like issue of like. The kind of people that get on their chats and the kind of people that follow them. Saying sending inappropriate, yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, oh, you can send things on Twitch? Well, no, oh, they could you, do it on DM, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of them that will come out on like news articles of like, my life is so hard now because I've got stalkers. But then there's this like group of girls who are on there legit playing, legit yeah. hanging out. And then it's just not not the same kind of issues. Yeah. You know? so, it kind of goes back to what you're saying. You know, it's again, it's like, uh, I'm taking this away from this conversation where it's like with the airline, like if you look for a problem, you'll find a problem. Yeah. And it's like, it's kind of like if you put yourself out there on Twitch for this, that's mm-hmm. what you'll get, you know? And that's not exclu- excusing any behavior of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, it's interesting you uh You, you definitely reap what you sow when it comes right, to right, that. Right. And I did not realize that, <clears throat> I didn't realize how true to that term it was going to be like you do truly reap what you sow yeah like it's yeah i'm just coming from a place of social media um not so much the gaming space but i think it all translates like the more yeah yeah. the more authentic you are it doesn't even matter if you're the best um you know the more authentic you are and that you're having fun it'll be something that someone wants to be around so that's what i would encourage you to do 
uh, and, and just be consistent. Like, I just think, I think like, that's my hard part is the consistent because yeah. I, I play video games as a hobby. Like it's my fun, my downtime, it's a me time. So to turn on my camera and turn on my Twitch and not make it me time anymore, it's us time. It's been really difficult for me. So how does that happen when you turn it on? Like what? Like what changes? Like does there like a chat thing come up, or do it you can. just record yourself? No, no, it's it's through the PlayStation. So it's through the app through Twitch. It'd be like YouTube having their own like camera. Like live stream. Yeah, live. like Instagram live stream. Yeah, exactly. It's but how, like how do you act different? Do you like do you talk with people chatting with you, or you just feel like you need to? Put I something should. on her. I should. I you're supposed to. I think the best like the purpose of it is that people can like interact with you while you're playing games. It's yeah. just I, I stream on a PlayStation and not a computer. So I'm a PlayStation girl, diehard PlayStation girl. My whole <clears throat> thing is like I you have a like um PlayStation trophies. Kinda sounds stupid, but games will give you little trophies and you get like a trophy score. And everybody can see that. And so I am filling my trophy case. I am getting all of the trophies to all the games. It's like my OCD comes out and yeah. I just love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, <clears throat> like, I like playing on my PlayStation and there's like a three minute lag from conversation, like texting, uh, and messaging, and the group chats on Twitch to my actual gameplay. So my gameplay is like three minutes before what you're seeing right, and right, what you're right. responding to. Right. So it takes me forever to see messages yeah. for a chat to. So I, I don't interact with chat as much. But the chat's on, right? Yeah. So, you know, and I kind of, again, like to go, like, reap what you sow, right? And, like, this is something that I constantly remind myself, and it's hard because, like, you know, people try to tell you what to do or, like, um, they say this is the answer. And at the end of the day, like, pe some people know, but, like, if you get the result doing something that you don't like doing, yeah. That means you're going to have to keep doing something that you yeah. dislike. So all I'm saying to you is like reap what you sow in that like just start doing yeah. what you like. And if it, you know, if it works, it works. You know what I mean? So like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I just say like start recording and forget all that other stuff. Like, I know, I like just, to. you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like if you're playing it anyway, like what's the downside of recording? You That's can always exactly delete right. it. You know That's what I mean? Exactly so if you're playing right. it anyway, just do it. And then, you know, you'll see in the comments, and honestly, the fact that you don't really enjoy interacting right now, at least, <laughs> the fact that it's three minutes behind yeah. is, like, beneficial to you, you know? And, like, if something really stands out to you, then you can say it. Yeah. But, you know, I, just just do it, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I know, like, I know. You're the voice in the, you're, I hear this, I hear this yeah. all the time. I know. I think it's, so, back to, like, how I got into video gaming. <clears throat> We've had video games at our house our entire lives, like computer game. We got a Wii, my first like console, and it was uh, what did it? Animal Crossing, the very first Animal Crossing. We played that. Oh, I remember that. Oh my god, we played that yeah. so much. I freaking played so Toontown online. Oh, I hours like yeah. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours as a middle schooler it was ridiculous but so we had a blockbuster in our town so i don't know if i've told you this but my town is like four thousand people population teeny tiny we had a kmart that just closed down oh, like wow. there's there's not a yeah. walmart there's nothing there but when i was in school in middle school we had a blockbusters so my mom would pick us up from school every Friday afternoon, me and my little sister, and she would drive us to Blockbuster, and she would pick out a movie for her her time. She'd let us pick a video game out, and so we would always, my sister would pick it out, usually, because she wanted to watch. So she's like, I'm going to pick what oh, she no wants way. to watch. Oh, that's wild. 
So she'd pick out a video game, whatever it would be. We'd take it home, and she would, this little girl, would wake up at like 5 o'clock in the morning on Saturdays. I have never been a morning person. She has. 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the morning, she goes in the living room. She sets up my little PlayStation. She sets up all the stuff. Like, it's perfect. And she'll just wait there for hours for me to wake up. Sometimes she'll like come get me. the sweetest thing ever. Just so that she could sit next to me and watch me play video games Whoa. for hours. Yeah, that's what we would do on That's weekend. wild. So Twitch gave me the opportunity. So she lives in Colorado, and I live here in philadelphia and she watches twitch so that's kind of why i started doing it was so that she could watch me. oh my god and then other people started joining dude that's like that's yeah. just the most beautiful story ever that is like so <laughs> sweet and then i got 14 followers and i had no videos or anything on you know i didn't save anything and i started having like you know consistently like 20 to 30 views i'd have like five to ten people talking i'd have repeats i had people requesting me my friend on on playstation i like started to see like some sort of return and i thought well now's the time to get onto social media and so yeah. that's kind of where my you know TikTok yeah, yeah, yeah. theme about starting a youtube but Dude, it all started from this just that is awesome playing so my sister could watch like we did when we were kids so all <laughs> i would encourage you to do is just like keep that mentality like yeah. just be like hey i'm doing this and that's like that's like what so um and uh, i wanted to say this earlier and i think you're spot on with like having a little corner of the internet and like five thousand followers so like you know i i basically have two um main uh, content channels right now, like yeah. one with my grandmother and one with me, right? Yeah. And my grandmother was like, you know, when I was making those videos, I'm like, dude, no matter what happens, like this could be the stupidest video in the world. I enjoyed it and it's funny to look back on. Mm -hmm. And so like, it was so easy to make those videos and like um, a lot of fun and just like no matter what I posted, even if it did bad, I didn't really care, you know. And then with these Uber videos, there's like, there's just a lot of like strings that are being pulled, you know? And like, it's, yeah. the, the biggest thing is like, this is something that I do. Like, you know, I think some people like, a lot of people like, like having this little glimpse into an Uber. Yeah. But this is something that I've done. Like, imagine if yeah. you, you know, you wouldn't watch uh, a day in the life of a flight attendant. Oh my God, like, I skip those. Yeah, I see them exactly. all the time. And you see they get hundreds of thousands of views. Exactly. And I'm like, exactly. Because when you're not in it, it's interesting. But when you're in it, so like with this yeah. Uber stuff, there's like that. And, you know, some of the things. And, but but what I want to get at about the, the followers, like with my grandmother, like she had this following that like, you know, she could say jump and there's a lot of people that would say how high kind of feel like they loved her. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's something for an advertiser. That's great. Yeah. Um, we didn't do too much of that. Cause again, it went back to like, this was for my grandmother, you yeah. know? Um, but like she had that kind of loyal following yeah. you're talking about with me. Like I know a lot of the appeal with my videos is like the shock value or the glimpse and yeah. like a very common comment that I get is like on my bigger videos like this guy talks too much just play the damn video you know because they want to see the guy like you know grab my water yeah. bottle or something and it's like there's a yeah, like the the following from my grandmother is that corner of the internet mm. that's like that has it like man i love this lady where my following for me is like man these are like shock value videos you know like, what i mean yeah, yeah. and so like i'm telling you like the more authentic and like just fun you can be like i just think you'll find that and not even fun just authentic you know there are yeah. some days where, like, I'm sure you're just going to just want to play a game yeah, and just be like, hey, I'm just playing so my sister watches. So, like, I yeah. think if you just go in with that mentality, hey, I'm I'm playing this so my sister can watch, I think you'll see, like, 
like you said, you'll reap what you sow, and before you know it, it'll just like become this like natural thing. That, uh, yeah, I'm super excited about it. Yeah. I, so <laughs> I tried the social media different types. I like got on TikTok. I have like four or five videos on TikTok. I tried the reels. I tried a bunch of different stuff. I'm like, I'm going to try a voiceover reel. I made one of those, you know, with a filter. I'm sure you saw it. I, I made like a real life one with my own audio. I tried. So I would see different videos and I'm like well what's that style like what are they doing in this video and yeah. I was like let me find my my niche let me find my yeah. thing didn't like any of those next I'm gonna try cosplay I'm super so, excited so hold on that. but see here's the thing like and like you want to do twitch right yeah you just want to play games yeah. right so why don't you can you record can you take clips of the games and put that on tiktok probably I just don't know yeah you just gotta <laughs> I just do that I barely know how to turn on a computer <laughs> Well, you can figure it out. I guarantee. I mean, I did code my entire Facebook page. Yeah. I was, I had like little movements. Like in the if backdrop. you can, if you can do that, that's like miles ahead of anyone else. And I'm telling you, mm. I mean, they make these things to make it so that you know a six-year-old can use them, so they're hooked yeah. for life. You know, so I'm telling you, no, really. So if you like, if you like, just take clips yeah. of Twitch and put them on these other things. You might not get a hundred million views on these videos, yeah. like the cosplay videos do or whatever, but you're going to get valuable views. You yeah, know what I mean? That's true. So it's like, it, it's not so much about the number of views as much as the, you know, if I saw, yeah. if I saw a cosplay video of you, I'm not going to think like, oh, well, I wonder if she games. Let me go watch a game. You know yeah. what I mean? And if I saw a gaming video of you, I'd be like, well, I don't like games. This channel isn't for me. You yeah. know what I mean? But somebody who likes games will be like, whoa, okay, she plays the game I play, let's see how she does. Yeah. yeah, no, that makes sense. I feel like it's not so much, it's not so much views that I'm after. Like, I never started this looking for, like, a platform, I guess, to monetize and to, like, make it a, a, a thing. I'm kind of just exploring that idea. It's just that uh, I've not really had a social media before it's really funny i had a, a facebook for a while when i was in high school locked myself out of that one had a, made another one locked myself out of that one i have one now Just i haven't been on any, in years any particular reason Just or? forgot the password oh really and oh, yeah. probably the email i have no yeah. idea how to get into it yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like self-locked myself out not not purposely no, by accident. Yeah, on accident yeah. yeah i've never had a twitter i barely have an instagram so yeah. like i just i never got into the social media scene if that makes yeah. sense so it's like baby steps of just getting into it the yeah. consistency like i will go weeks without opening my instagram and then i have to remind myself like oh you're you're trying to do something here like yeah. maybe you should like get on and just see what's going on yeah. and see you know like i have i have sounds you know like like real sounds yeah, that yeah, i yeah. save they're like trending the next time i get on i'm like that nobody's i missed it yeah right, i just right, don't get right, on. Right, right, right. so i'm like that it's the learning to use social media. It so even exist on social media. Right, right, right. First. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. So I think what you got to do is look at social media as like look at these platforms as like a tool, not so much a. Um, let me think of a better. Let me let the word master champion of fifth grade think of a better analogy. <laughs> so it's it's kind of like the word champion. Um, you know, if you wanted to, if you wanted to start a pizza restaurant right yeah and you want to make pizza you wouldn't like be like well let me go i mean you would a little bit but you wouldn't be concerned like well how does this person make cheesesteak and how does this person make pasta and how does this person make ice cream and how does this person make salad you would just be like i want to make pizza you know what yeah. i mean 
And so, like, you have the pizza of Twitch. Like, you yeah. have, like, like the, the video, is, the content is the product. So, like, yeah. you have, I imagine you're streaming this thing for an hour, two hours, half an hour. How, I don't know, how long does the game take? I have no idea. Six, six hours. All right. <laughs> so, right. So, you have six hours of content, right? You have yeah. six hours of content, and that lives on Twitch. Now, you can take that, you know, you have that pizza restaurant, right? Mm. So now occasionally there's a, a, a festival, there's a circus down the street or what do they call those things? Fairs, you know, like yeah. middle school puts on a fair yeah. and you see these pizza trucks like set up and they'll sell pizza or whatever it is. Like picture that as like Instagram. It's like, hey, let me show this little, <laughs> let me show yeah. this little clip. Let me sell this slice on Instagram. You know what I mean? Let me sell this slice on, oh, this you know, I, I referenced, uh, I don't know, some gamer guy on in my stream, let me tag him on Twitter or something like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, it's not so much that you need to, like, get up to date with these trends. You just have to understand, like, you have a lot of product from Twitch. Yeah. All you got to do is take little slices of that and put them on these other places. And yeah. the algorithm will, you know, the, the thing about Instagram and TikTok and all these, they want it to be a good experience for their users. So the algorithm's going to do their best to find the viewer who wants to see that yeah. game. So you just do hashtag whatever game you're playing, and then there's a better oh, chance. I got the hashtags down. Yeah, there I, you go. That's like the biggest thing. Those are my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I love them. I'm so like, what, what else can I say yeah. on here? My whole <laughs> caption's like this long. It's just hashtags. It's stupid stuff, yeah, yeah. too. Just stupid words. <laughs> I love it. I'll hashtag like butthole. Like, yeah. stupid stuff. So, be like, what did you come up? So that might not be helping you very much because when there's too many hashtags, it kind of overloads the algorithm, and you know. <laughs> I'm like, I am the algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> so many hashtags, I am uh, the algorithm. <laughs> so what games do you play? Mm. Or what? What's your? What's the big game that you stream, or do you do multiple ones? I multiple, multiple. It just uh, it's like seasons. Okay. So um, right now I'm doing. Gosh. Uh, Survival games mostly. Okay. I'm mostly streaming survival games. There's one called The Forest. Okay. Um, it's a good storyline. I could go off for hours on these storylines. This guy wakes up with amnesia in the Amazon, and he's having flashbacks, and you just survive. So you've got to, you know, eat, drink, sleep, make a shelter. If you fall asleep on the ground, you'll get worms in your skin and, like, gross stuff, and fevers will kill you, and dehydration will kill you, and there's... Um, stingrays and scorpions and leopards and everything you could think of in the jungle and you just survive try to figure out where you came from follow the storyline and don't die and it's super hard and why do you like it so much because uh, it's hard or i think this is why i like video games in general it challenges you to think outside what you normally like your day-to-day -day you plan from a b c d and this is like your entire day but video games it's like you have to plan months ahead in certain games like I really I, I had yeah not like real-time months but like they're like you have right. it's not just like how's your day going or how's your week going like normal planning it, it takes you a little bit further than that and I feel like it's a really good brain exercise I love the challenge like the mental stimulation and the mental challenge of yeah. video games um I'm playing one now called surviving Mars and it's like a resource uh management and they're super, super difficult because you have to realize, like, what's going on today? What will happen tomorrow? What will happen in the next, like, week? And are you set up to survive? Because there's no going back. Like, it's the purpose is for you to 
die or not die in yeah. the games. And so it kind of just stretches your mind out a little bit more. It, it helps you, I think, learn critical thinking in bigger unknown circumstances. You're yeah. always planning for something that might not happen, might happen, might, you know, hurt you or help you. You just, you never know in these games. Yeah. And so, um, it sounds kind of funny to say that I've learned a lot of life skill from video games, but yeah. I have. I they, I think that's what I like. You just learn new yeah. skills all the time. Yeah. New critical thinking. So two things. One, like right there is like, I just be, you know, I've been trying to do a better job of not saying like. I may have to edit that out because you were, <laughs> you just gave this beautiful, elegant speech. And I'm oh, like, really? I ruined it with my Delco like. It's like, you know, we, what I'm saying. It takes a lot of brain power to be so elegantly spoken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just constantly. from the video games. Um, so two things. One, right there is, aside from Twitch, like aside from clips of games, you can just be like, and, and I know I'm sure other people have done this before, but that's another thing I've learned from this space and over COVID. Like there's nothing new under the sun. Like, oh, if, yeah. if you, like, there's, so, I'm sure you're going to think, like, okay, somebody else has already done this, and I'm sure they have, but it doesn't matter, because, you know, I'll do it saying, better. No, I'm just kidding. It's not even necessarily better, <laughs> it's different, you know, like, yeah. people will yeah, be yeah. drawn to you, like, oh, they hear you're from New Mexico, or they hear you're living in Philly, you're just, like, instantly yeah. like, oh, that's how I'm connected, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's how you get, like, things going, but... Like, right there is like, oh, I'm playing this new game. The storyline's amazing because of X, Y, and Z. And you can even go further and be like, you know, I really like this game because it improves X, Y, and Z. Or it helps me with this and yeah. this, that, and the other. Or this is why I like this. And, like, honestly, like, and this will be my lead into my second point. But, like, as a, you know, I, I can see as, you know, people... As more and more people play video games, which is a crazy growing space, it's like yeah. parents would be interested to hear, like, wow, this game is going to improve my child's planning or Even whatever it is. Even most violent games are beneficial to kids. Like, people say that, oh, Call of Duty is, like, it, it's pushing anger and killing and hate and they're you know violent video games teaching yeah. kids maybe grand maybe grand theft auto I mean, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> yeah. an arguable one yeah. i can see how yeah. some kids can get some ideas from that that yeah. might not translate well <laughs> into normal life yeah but i can say that video games have helped me with anger issues with my patience with my ability to read through complete sentences and instructions because otherwise you'll just you're, it's done. You're, yeah. You lose the game. Yeah. Like it has taught me a, a vast majority of my adult skills were from video games, yeah. like communication and just handling stressful situations and disappointment and being a sore loser. Like I have learned incredible life skills from video yeah. games, and I don't think any violent tendencies. And yeah. I played Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. <laughs> I have never beat up. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah. I don't know the politically correct term yeah. for sex worker, but I have not. And <laughs> <laughs> it's not a skill I took back with me. Thanks to Grand Theft Auto, I have never beaten up a prostitute. No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank the creators of that game. It taught me that it was wrong. But even, you know, even here, like, and that, you know, I'm thinking of a parent being proactive because my, my mom especially was very, like, um, you know, 
read all the movie reviews back in the days when we mm. went to the movie theater. Mm. I just imagine being 12 years old, wanting to play this game that my mom says I'm not allowed to play. Yeah. And I see you saying, well, this has helped me with this. Is a, Mom, look at this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just kind of like, I just, when I, I wanted to see Saving Private Ryan, and I wrote like a two-page paper on why <laughs> I should be able to see it. Like, I was just like... Did your mom? Yeah, like I like like, like yeah, like it wasn't even like like required. Like it was like something I did on my own. I was like it was so important for me to see. Um, like, Mom, it's Emily format. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I cited my sources. I cited um, my sources. But no, like something like that is like it would be helpful, and I just think would be like yeah. and like not even that like people would necessarily use it for that. It's like when. That, that's like a very common conversation and like when people would hear yeah. somebody saying that so articulate that's just like you know thing but, but that leads into the second thing i was going to say is that my brother has always been like on the forefront of like gaming and has always said like it's so good and he always says like mom if you didn't limit my gaming time i could be an esports <laughs> champion i could have invented i if, mean it's a thing if you if you didn't kick me off of the computer <laughs> i could have invented facebook like all that kind of thing right like but it is it is interesting how like growing up and it, it's not uncommon with what my parents did but like it would computer like too much computer time was yeah. seen as bad you know yeah. what i mean so i share all that because i know if my brother listens to this his blood pressure is going to be through the roof <laughs> i knew it look at that I, she, she's saying all these benefits i knew it <laughs> I, have, I have spent hundreds thousands of hours of my life playing video games and I'm not violent. Yeah, and the, the <laughs> craziest thing about it too is my brother has a really serious problem with beating up prostitutes, and it's like in real life. Yeah, and it's like if only play more video games. You know, and you should play more Grand Theft. <laughs> yeah, Auto. I know, I know. Honestly, it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> it's not a joke. <laughs> I know his brother. It's not a joke. We had to bail. let's go bail him out of jail now. That was a nice talk. Let's go. <laughs> He's waiting for He's us. Be like, Ed, you can't say that. I have a real job. <laughs> What's his name and address? <laughs> yeah, no. Leave him all that. He's anything but that. He's like. <laughs> you can call him and be like, listen, don't listen to this next podcast. Yeah. Just, it's not interesting. It's not interesting. She's really annoying. Yeah. Don't listen to it. I hope you stick with it. I think the biggest thing with it is like consistency. Yeah, I think also it's that whole like afraid to take the first step because it's like taking a step into the unknown is probably the worst part of the entire experience yeah because once you're in it it's not unknown and then it's right you can just do it just yeah. learn it it's that unknown step of what am i getting myself into do i really I, yeah i don't know why and, i'm so afraid of just doing stuff. it's not even afraid it's just i can't i'll, I'll do it tomorrow I'll do it. It's procrastination because it's unknown. So I'm it's, a, you know, I'm a master procrastinator <laughs> yeah. myself. And it's the best thing I ever heard about that is like the idea of the thing is always bigger than the actual thing. Mm. And like the, he broke it down. I don't think he used this example, but it's the same kind of deal. Not that it matters. And it's my problem. <laughs> I'm rambling. It's another thing. My brother will be all, you you tell these details. <laughs> Uh, but he's not listening, so it's yeah. okay. Yeah, he's in jail for being <laughs> he, yeah. a prostitute. <laughs> he already stopped listening at this point, so we're good. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's like when I need to cut the lawn. Yeah. I, I'll think it's like I'll think about it for an hour and a half, mm -hmm. and I'll check my phone. Oh, I don't want to do it. I watch TV. Oh, I can't cut it yet. And it's like by the time I yeah. like worked out all this stuff of 
thinking about doing it. If I just done it, it would have been done, you know? And mm-hmm. like, I don't mean to be too preachy here. I say this stuff <laughs> so I hear it out loud, you know? And the more I say it out loud, the more accountable I hold myself. So this has turned into a self pep talk. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. This is no longer a cheese steak. It's yeah. just self, <laughs> yeah. self pep talk. Yeah. Are you a good place to pep talk yourself? Yeah. And, and, uh, <laughs> you know, final point, remind, ah, oh, I ruined this joke. I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to make another joke about the prostitute, but it was just, it was, it would have been too much. And <laughs> reminder to not beat up sex workers. I blew it. That's hilarious. But again, you know, like right there, it looks stupid. Who cares? You know what I mean? It's like yeah. a bad joke, but what are you going to do? Um, I have such a creative mind that I find myself thinking of all this stuff that I want to do. And that's where it lives and dies. Like I'm an incredibly creative person, but like, actually doing it like the physical part of the creativity not my strong suit so this was said to me this is probably one of the best things that's ever said to me the best thing in regard to that for sure um and it was from a very creative friend of mine who went to art school and is our professor again i'm taking these details man um <laughs> point i should just take credit for myself i think that's my problem i don't want to take credit for something that's not me yeah. um but I should just take credit for myself because, as they say, uh, good artists create, great artists steal, right? But so what I said was, <laughs> I mean, ideas are worth shit. Execution is everything. I always remind myself that because everyone has these ideas. And I say, like, look, you have 10 ideas you want to do, but if all 10 of them don't get done, mm. they're all worth zero. <laughs> but if only yeah. one of them gets done, it's worth more than the 10, you know? So. Yeah. Um, that's that's what I always go back on. Ideas are worth shit. Execution is everything. Heard it here first. I invented that. I thought of that myself. Nobody told me that. I have really good <laughs> ideas, though. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> but there's, they are. They're full of shit. But they're like it, shit because... It's not that they're full of shit. It's just that they're worth shit. They're worth shit. To other people because, mm. you know, they're worth a lot to you because they're in your head. Yeah. But nobody else gets to experience that. And because no one else gets to experience that, you don't get to benefit that outside of your own imagination which as a creative person mm-hmm. that's beneficial in itself yeah. it's fleeting because you know <laughs> yeah. you can't really do much with it you can't pay your rent with your imagination but right. i there's a reason i love driving uber because 20 percent of the time there's a passenger in my car 80 percent of the time i'm in my own thoughts <laughs> having a grand old time you know yeah. what i mean i'm not even kidding like i I, yeah. I love it, you know? Um, so, no, there, there is value to it. It's just that it's worth shit to other people. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so don't downplay your ideas. I don't mean to do that. <laughs> I'm just saying it would be nice for, you know, as as a, as a viewer, it would be nice to see it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's all it is. This is exciting. This makes me want to, okay, take me home so I can. Let's go. Can all right. Well, before we end it, well, before you go home, we're getting a cheesesteak. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we turn where. But um, plug, plug your stuff. Like, where... You're, you're like, no, I don't want people to see it. What, like, what's your, what's your Twitch channel? Oh, it's Shorty Bang Bang with Shorty, an I. Shorty with an I, Bang Bang on bang Twitch. Bang Bang, yeah. All right. And Instagram. Shorty Bang Bang on Instagram. And TikTok. So right there, you know, you think and you're behind. And Twitter from my college days, because that was my college name. Shorty Bang Bang was from college. I like it. It reminds me of that song. Uh, That's where it's from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No diggity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. for Shorty Bang yeah, Bang to yeah, look yeah. Yeah, you gotta pay to play. <laughs> That's the lyrics. That it's should be your caption under uh, on Shorty Bang Bang. I know, it's perfect. Yeah, Shorty Bang Bang. So. Well, 
you should know that you're already, it took me like two years to figure out that, you know, it's probably beneficial if my names were <laughs> the same across all platforms so yeah. people didn't have to fuck. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, like it, just things like that, like you're already ahead of the game. So Shorty Bang Bang on all platforms. Check her out on Twitch. She's currently playing everything. Everything. Anything. Everything. I take requests. Oh, interesting. The That's forest cool. currently. Very cool. Shorty Bang Bang. Appreciate you coming on for the second in the Uber the second time and uh, off to get a cheesesteak. Let's try. Let's do it. Here we go. Oh, look at this. This oh was the right call. Gosh. This was the right call for you to have this experience. I'm not disappointed by yeah. that. Isn't, yeah, this isn't is it like just someone like someone just got shot. Uh, someone just get shot in the. I mean, probably it makes sense. I feel like I just saw this in my citizens app. I mean, it's and still Chinos? Though. Yeah. Oh, so they're it's right. across the street from exactly. each other. See, this is exactly oh. why I chose here. Oh, I've got to admit, Gino's did a better job decorating. I've said this since I was a kid. Do you want to go for, like, the superficial, what looks good? Or do you want to go for, like, who's going to take care of you? Who's going to do what's important, you know? The latter, Exactly. Sure. And that's why Pat's presentation is not the best. But personally, I like Pat's a lot better. And yeah. really what it comes down to, there, there's two schools of thought with this cheesesteak sandwich. You either have the slabs of meat, you right. know, kind of like a slab of steak. Yeah. It's a lot thinner. Uh -huh. Or you chop it up. Like, you know, okay. like almost yeah, like yeah. sloppy joes, right? But not that fine. So Pat's is a lot more chopped. Gino's is like a slab. I feel like chopped, that would be the way yes, to go. Yeah, I like chopped as well. Nobody's going to say Pat's is the best cheesesteak, but I do think it's very hard to argue with the experience down here. Yeah. At Pat's and Geno's. Yeah. And uh, here we are. Pat's King Estates. In business since 1930. They say they were the uh, first. Are you a little nervous about being branded a certain kind of cheesesteak girl? Or is this, uh, is this fitting your standards so far? You know what? It actually looks pretty good. It looks better than I thought it was going to look. I had low expectations for cheesesteak yeah. because the cheese comes out of a can. I'm going to take a bite. Yeah, go for can it. I just... it. It's all you. I've had this a million times. I can taste test it just by the smell. I assume they were going to cut it and they did not Do you uh, rip it? no no no. go for it just eat it and then when you're done uh i'll have some yeah, yeah. unless want, unless you, you want wanna, the whole thing do you we're, we're not about the lady in the tramp this situation yeah, no no, no. <laughs> i i am not about the lady in my tramp myself reviews <laughs> then you're not doing it right that is true all right then let's do it okay i already took a bite i'll see right. my face so it looks like uh, uh, I'm just gonna make eye oh, this is awkward, awkward eye contact. Mm. <laughs> I was a little awkward. <laughs> I'm actually really good. What's your initial thought? I so, would order this again. First of all, I'm missing Red a I'm missing a major thing here. I'm I'm failing. <laughs> like this is your first cheese steak. Like it's what is surprisingly your surprisingly good? What's your thoughts on it? Yeah, no, it's surprising. I have like meat in my teeth. Oh, you can't even. You don't see. Any. <laughs> no, it's surprisingly good. Okay, I. I wish it was a little greasier. I was expecting it to be greasier. It's not greasy at all. Interesting. It's not greasy at all. Yeah, the healthy Which option. is good. <laughs> the bread is really good. I like the meat. I surprisingly like, is this cheeseless? Is yes, it? it is cheeseless. I actually like it. Yeah, there it's you go. It's actually like a good... They use good cheese whiz here. It's not like cheese out of a can. I kind of wish there was a little bit more cheese on it. There now. you go. I had no idea. That. Yeah. No, it's really good. I think if I wanted a cheesesteak, I would have to be hungover. This feels like really good hungover food. Spot on. And I'm not hungover right now. If I was, I would go out of my way for a cheesesteak. 
That, I would, if I was hungover. For a first time cheese steaker, that is an excellent analysis of what that sandwich is perfect for. <laughs> it's yeah. good. It's actually something I would have for lunch. I would, I would eat this for lunch. This is like baseline of a good cheesesteak. This isn't mm -hmm. bad. People shit on it because it's touristy. Oh, it's not bad. It's not bad, mm -hmm. but you'll have to try a different cheesesteak because you'll find something that will fit your cheesesteak needs. I, I know. It. This is a really good starting place. Yeah. This is really, there, nothing about this is gross or bad. I could eat, probably eat this whole thing. It's a it's a good first cheesesteak, but you know, you have to understand as you get more mature, you're going to find mm -hmm. other cheesesteaks that yeah. suit your needs better mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, pleases your palate in a way that you want to be pleased. I get that. <laughs> I would rate Pat's as absolutely go out of the way for the experience because mm -hmm. Gino's is right across the street. It's a very Philly experience. It does get a bad rap because it's touristy, but uh, it's a nice little chopped up steak. If you want it more slab, go to Gino's. But uh, I would give it a, uh, I'd give it a 7.6 out of 10, which to me is the baseline of what's a good Philly cheesesteak. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so there it is. Absolutely. Cheese, That's good. steaks with a New Mexican. First cheesesteak haver ever. Shorty Bang Bang on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. Thanks for watching. Remember, like, and subscribe. You like it? Yeah. I feel like you're a little speechless because, like, you like it so much. Or maybe you're just like. No, I really didn't think I was going to like it. Yeah. I'm not a red meat fan. I'm not a yellow cheese fan. I'm not a sandwich without any, like, veggies fan. But I'm. Yeah. I keep waiting for have, to have, like, a nasty aftertaste, but it's. So you'll probably, you might feel like shit in like two hours, just a heads up. That'll be the nasty aftertaste equivalent. But It's good. I really didn't, I woke up this morning, I'm like, I'm not in the mood for a cheesesteak. This is going to be gross. But I'm actually really surprised. There we go.